What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new episode for everybody. 127, I believe 127, or is it 128? <laughs> well, goddamn, it's 120 something. We still live and kicking. <laughs> yeah, 127. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing all right, Rich. How you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, trying to adjust to this weather. Kind of giving me a little cold right now with all this uh, back and forth between the hot and the cold, man. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little, been a little weird down here too. It was kind of. Kind of chilly the last couple of days, and then it's going to heat back up into the uh, high 70s, low 80s for the rest of the week. So ain't complaining, but but yeah, the, the up and down kind of gets you all screwed up. Oh yeah, because then you got a jacket on, don't have a jacket, your body's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. But I mean, you know, fully in spring now. Spring is kicked off, so we don't hopefully don't have to worry about no more snow. But definitely looking forward to seeing uh, how this weather plans out. Oh, for sure. And then uh, let's kick it off, man. The NFL still going through free agency right now. A lot of deals being done. Um, still got some notable free agents left on the board, like Odell, Bobby Wagner, Clowney, and Peters. Kind of some vets out there, but I think they're trying to get uh, semi-paid. It's going to be interesting to see who, what teams try to pick them up. The one that shocked me the most is why, why isn't why did anyone pick up Marcus Peters? As he did he I, I haven't I haven't looked at his stats. I just saw saw it um, this morning. I was just curious. I think he's trying to get a long-term deal. Deal. Supposedly, that's the thing with him and uh, Bobby Wagner. They're both trying to get a long-term, long-term deal, from what I heard. Wagner get along. He he get one or two years. Two, yeah, but I think he's trying to get a like a three to four or something. And then uh, I'm not sure exactly how much Peters is going to get, but Peters is still a uh, you know uh, a good corner man. Um, yeah, that's right. He, he he does take some risk at times, but most of the time he's right on those risks. So. Um, he's great at cover all types of different types of coverages. I wouldn't mind if the Giants signed him, but you know, I'm not sure exactly what, if they want to go that route. We need a lot of help though, still, especially yeah, in the secondary. I, I would say, I think at this point, it's either going to be trades or uh, trying to draft people for the uh, for the Giants. Yeah, I'm not too happy but, about the the corners or in this draft, and then all uh, all the defensive players I like are pretty much going early. So yeah, yeah, I think that it's it's kind of weaker on the corner side. And corners are tough to come by. Obviously, they're a commodity. So, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't mind that corner from um, I think the Cardinals. I don't know if he's a free agent. He got drafted like a few years ago from like Washington. Okay. I think Brian or something like that. Okay. But it's gonna come to I know me. the guy. I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, I just can't remember his name. And then outside, I mean, your Jets, man. They made a trade. They traded your boy uh, uh, Moore. Sent them packing. Sent them to Cleveland. The players go to die. How are you feeling about the trade, man? Uh, you know, they signed, they signed Hardman, which kind of facilitated the move. It, it looked like he was, you know, they're going to have to, they have a lot of guys in there. They got Lazard, Wilson, uh, Corey Davis, Nicole Hardman, uh, Denzel Mims. So they, they had a busy room. I think it, it makes sense. And they're probably trying to pull a little more draft capital so that they can, uh, facilitate this trade for Aaron Rodgers. I, you know, that's my, my take on it. Your boy Moore wanted out for a while. So, I mean, he got his wish. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure. Not sure that's where he wanted to go, but uh, you know, I think he's got a he's got a good coach there in Stefanski, and obviously uh, Watson will have full OTAs and all that this year, so we'll see what he looks like. But yeah, I mean, I liked more. I think he kind of got a raw deal with Zach Wilson, just didn't pre- didn't perform to the point where Zach Wilson wasn't even really looking his way ever. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think he he stuck it out after the the trade request, and 
finish the season and, and then the Jets, uh, you know, did right by him, moving him. Oh, yeah. I mean, both parties kind of got what they wanted. Um, yeah. him, him not entirely because uh, I'm not sure you would want to be at Cleveland, but I mean, Cleveland still has a good quarterback. So it's going to be interesting to see if uh, he can make something out, out of himself out, the, out there in uh, Cleveland. Um, they're yep. kind of yep. in the need for receivers. Um, he'd definitely be like that slot receiver. So it should, it should be interesting to see. Yeah, and really no excuses now, right? I mean, if, if you don't perform now, it's you got the quarterback, you got an offensive coach in there. So, yeah, uh, you know, he's got a chance to prove himself there and, and maybe get himself a nice contract. We're going to have to wait and see, man. Yep. Then uh, we're still on Rodgers' watch, um, just waiting for the trade to be triggered uh, or pulled. Um, how are you feeling about the season, man? Are you excited about it or kind of? Yeah, iffy? I mean, I, I, so, you know, I watched a lot of, the, you know, I think we were out, off the, uh, this was after we uh, recorded last week, but um, I listened to a lot of the interview he had with Pat McAfee. He he uh, he definitely sounds like a little bit of a jilted lover uh, situation. So he sounds, you know, as of, you know, late last week, he sounds motivated, I think. And, and I think that he wouldn't mind, you know, trying to, you know, make a deep playoff run to kind of stick it to him and say, you know, look, I, I, I can still do this. And you got rid of me too soon because it didn't sound like he really wanted to leave Green Bay. It more or less sounded like Green Bay. Uh, who knows? Right. It's he said, she said. Uh, but uh, he he basically said he thought he had more time. He wanted he wanted to figure out if he could still do it. You know, he did his week and a half of preparation. Felt like he was in a good spot, and then they said we want to move you. Yeah, I mean, if if we get a motivated Rodgers, if he's at OTAs, if he's working with Garrett Wilson and and company, then yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in on it. Uh, either you know whether it's one or two years, and apparently him and Zach Wilson have some sort of relationship, so maybe that helps mm-hmm. Wilson in the long term. We'll you know obviously wait and see there, but. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic. I, I do want to see the deal get done before, you know, jumping, jumping through hoops here. But, but yeah, it, it, it would be, uh, it would be a nice. Uh, obviously, it would kind of catapult them in the AFC a little bit. So, um, once, once it's done, I'll, I'll be much, much happier. But as of now, like I said, just as cautiously optimistic. How, how do you feel? Feel you guys are finished? Uh, first in the division, second in the division, or what? I, you know, I, I would guess top two of the division. It, you know, I think it depends on 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 the coaching and again and how how Aaron Rodgers shows up to camp and, and all that. But, but yeah, I'd say I'd say top two. Okay. Yeah, you guys are definitely. Uh, uh, I feel like definitely win it with uh, with Rodgers because I mean I felt like there were some games that where you guys just needed like one or two scores to uh, <laughs> yeah. win the game, and unfortunately the quarterback wasn't uh, getting it done. Yep, exactly. And then uh, we still got Lamar Watt. Doesn't look like nobody wants to make 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 him a deal, man. I feel like I feel like none of the teams want to do the work uh, offering the deal, knowing that uh, the Ravens are going to match it, man. Yeah, and, and kind of what I heard today was that if if a team wanted to go after him, they might wait until after the draft, like it, in one of those we didn't get the guy we wanted situations. We're desperate. We need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give up a, a pick until the, the following year. It, I think maybe a team like that would would do it, but. You know, we we have to we'll have to wait and see. But the it, the situation just seems interesting, right? I mean, like, what's what what what's the deal? Uh, is is Baltimore just like holding their ground, saying this is what we think you're worth, and that no, that's it, right? We're not guaranteeing you any more money. If you if you think you're worth more, go get it. And and if you know it's in our ballpark, then we'll you know we'll match it. I don't know. I just feel like the the relationship's pretty pretty broken at this point. Oh yeah, definitely is. The Ravens, in a sense, are kind of lowballing them 
because uh, I mean, uh, he's pretty much being underpaid to uh, show up this season. But the uh, interesting for me thing for me is going to be if he actually shows up and signs that uh that uh franchise tag. Yeah, I mean, he he's gonna he's gonna sign it. It's thirty thirty three million dollars guaranteed. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't. You lose out on thirty three million bucks, and I don't. I think they can franchise him one more year too. But I, you know, if I'm him, I don't know. It's tough, right? You you kind of want to just go out and see if someone will give you a contract, but. You know, does do they call the Ravens? Do the Ravens call their bluff and not, you know, not match it? And then all of a sudden, you know, you're on the hook for 230 million guaranteed over however many years. I think that's probably the concern. Yeah, man, we're just gonna have to wait and see. It's like a game of chicken right now between it, you. It between really the, is, yeah. Between everybody right now. So, but I, 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 for some reason, I tell you, man, I feel like Atlanta's gonna do something or somebody else, man, because I feel like Atlanta's signing all these other positions but quarterback. And I feel like that's the uh, the one spot they're going to go hard and get in him. But you never know. So yeah. definitely looking forward to seeing how this uh, madness plays out. Yeah. And then uh, on to the NBA. Your boy John Moran's out of rehab, set to return. <laughs> Getting close to this playoff push. I'm interested to see how he comes back. If uh, if he misses a beat or if uh, he really was, uh, I don't say drama- traumatized or anything like that in reference to what was going on. Um, just see how much this affects him. Uh, him. Being out, checking into rehab, and so forth. Yeah, it should be. Uh, I I don't think he's personally. I don't think he misses a beat. Um, but that's just me. I mean, he, he hopefully he's kind of figured out some stuff. Um, I, I know he was only he was only gone for a short period of time in the grand scheme of things, but hopefully, uh, you know, he, someone someone got to him. Because yeah. um, I don't think it takes much for for you know it could just be you know someone just the the right person that can talk to him and like bro, you got to figure out your life right now, like. You're gonna throw away everything if you keep going down this road. Yeah, he's already losing uh, some sponsorship, so. Oh yeah. He's definitely got to get this together. Yep. It should be uh, it should be interesting to see how he comes out. He's coming off the bench, I think, tonight, and then yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. And then uh, the thing crazy thing is is that uh, it's looking like a no, they're at the two seed. Oh no, never mind. Yeah. So I was gonna say them versus uh, Golden State in the playoffs, but I think Golden State is at six now. Yeah, so. they're yeah. So they would just miss them. But, I mean, like I said, we still got a few games left. So um, anything can happen. And then not really much else in the NBA. I mean, the season's wrapping up. People are trying to lock in these uh, seeds. How, how do you feel about MVP? you think Joker still gets it or you think uh, Embiid uh, shakes it up? Uh, you know, Embiid's making a big push here. I know the odds kind of flip towards him. I don't know. At this point, I'd say it's probably a 50-50 shot between him and, uh, him and Jokic. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think people are kind of waiting not to give it to Jokic. And they're going to give it to Embiid, man. I think, I mean, I think that's part of it. I think it's just kind of like MVP fatigue that that these guys get sometimes. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, we like it's, I always felt like that with Mike Trout. It was like in baseball. It's like, yeah, Mike Trout is obviously the best player in the league by far. And how do we, how can we keep giving him the MVP every year? Yeah, man. That's the thing, man. I mean, both of them have been playing great. Embiid's definitely turned it up the past few games. He's definitely had more, uh, you know, like 30, 15 games the past few games compared to Jokic. I think Jokic only had maybe one triple-double the past few games. But other than that, he's still averaging over 20, over, uh, I want to say over 10 assists, over almost, mm-hmm. well, almost 10 assists, over uh, 10 rebounds. So, I mean, you can't go wrong either way, but I think kind of people, like you mentioned, have that uh, MVP fatigue and they, they want to give it to uh, Embiid. But we're going to have to see uh, what happens in the playoffs because uh, 
as much as people love Embiid, he hasn't been able to take his team to uh, the chip. So yeah, and and I you know I'm not a huge I don't really care about MVP stuff. Like I don't know, it's just not a big deal for me. So to me, it's more like you said, what's it look like? Uh, you know, come come uh, come May and June. How, you know, where's Philly? Where's Philly landing there? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, right now they're in the what uh four three four no three spot. They're in the two. They're in the they're in the three spot behind the Celtics. So I mean, they're still they're not still gonna have to go through the Celtics to uh to get to the Bucks. The Bucks and the Celtics are the team they're gonna struggle against. So uh, oh, I think yeah. they'll I think they'll sweep whoever they're playing first round. But it's gonna be interesting to see though. Yep. Zion's been clear for on court activity by the way, but uh, like I said, I don't think they're gonna play him. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious uh, that the, he's right at 29 games, and you and Tom's bet is, was 30 games. Or yeah, he, he should have took the bet. I told. <laughs> I was I, I was looking good too in the beginning because he was almost at 30 <laughs> to, like the first 30 games. <laughs> I know he's playing every night, and then uh, yeah, hamstrings, hamstrings, and big guys. They don't they don't mesh well. Yeah, man, that's terrible. But that, I said I feel like they uh I feel like they're tanking, man. They, I, I, don't, the, I don't know how long the they're gonna keep. The West is just so bad. It's like, like I mean, not ba- bad, bad, but bad, like record-wise. That if if he can get back, I don't know. It's interesting. Hey, he could. He I, I feel like he comes back and they get into the playoffs. They can make a run. Yeah, they definitely can, man. But I don't know how long you're gonna keep that nucleus with him, Brandon Ingram, and uh, C.J. McCollum going forward. I think after this year, they they break it up. Mm-hmm. I think you move. I think you move B.I. and C.J. and but the thing is, is not well, who can you get or what can you get for him. So. Mm-hmm. Nothing really in uh, MLB or NHL. No, but we we did have we did have the World Baseball Classic final last night. I don't know if you caught any of that with the uh, Japan and uh, the U.S. Supposedly going to be the most watched uh, baseball game of all time. But yeah, I, I I don't know if you caught any of it, but I I, I caught some of it. It was it was pretty entertaining. I mean, I, I do feel like that it, it's a little probably a little bit more entertaining than your your you know your MLB regular season MLB games, even some of the early playoff games, but. Um, but yeah, you know, it came down to Otani versus Trout in the, uh, in the ninth inning to, to end the game, which was kind of cool. Yep. And then, uh, Japan took it over, man. Yeah. And uh, they're beating us in baseball. Um, <laughs> might be the only sport they might get us in, man. Yeah. They got, they got a good squad, a good pitching, yeah. um, good hitting. Is he, you think Otani gets traded this year or you think he, uh, he, uh, he no, stays? I, I think, I think he's worth too much money to LA. To LA. I think they sign him to a. A big contract. No, but I that's mean, what I'm saying. The, you the, think you think he demands out, or or he uh, no. he just takes the money. I think he takes the money. Man, where's he? I mean, he's not going to get more popularity than in where in, you know in L.A. Right? I mean, he maybe New York, but that's about it. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe L.A. is the place. Yeah, maybe he goes to a different uh, L.A. team or maybe New York team. But it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, how things pan out over there. Because I also feel like he wants to win as well, but it's just yeah they always start the season off good and then towards towards the second half is just bottoms up. Yeah, yeah. I I, I saw. I was kind of wondering this. The, I was looking. They were you know I think Buster only was saying that he could get six hundred million dollars or something. It's like yeah, but like they still need to build a team around <laughs> around him and Trout. I mean Trout's you know I think what thirty now or twenty nine something like that. So if you want to win a, a championship, you got to get some guys around them. And they just, I mean, the, the crux of it is they just haven't drafted well. That's been the problem. Yeah, um, man. They have they had really no good young players coming up through that system. Yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say, man. It's just like, uh, yeah, I feel like there's too many misses. Like something else is going on. Yeah, 
I think they're. I don't think their GM is great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he got he got trout, They got trout on a good deal, you know, in, in the long run. But but yeah, they it, it made some pretty bad free agent signings and, and other things. So I don't know. I I think uh, you know. I think let's see how this year go, starts and and uh, see what happens. But I'm guessing they're going to throw everything they got at him. Yeah, man. <laughs> but that's the thing. We're gonna have to wait and see if he uh, takes the money or he wants out. But yeah. Um, yep. But that's the thing. He's a. But the thing is, he's already well known amongst his, uh, you know, people and you know, in the U.S. Sure. I feel like the only thing left for him to do is win, or unless he just wants the money. I feel like uh, I want to say he doesn't seem like somebody that uh, cares too much about the money. If that makes sense. No, I, probably not. Uh, so PGA this week is uh, it's the uh, the match play uh, actually kicked off uh, today. Um, so it's their version of. Uh, March Madness. They got a 64-person bracket, so they do do round robin now for the first three days, I think. Yeah, first two days, three days. Anyways, they they play three matches, and then you know you get points, and think right from there it goes into the uh, uh, the round of 16. So they they cut out um, three quarters of the field, and uh, but it's a it's a it's a fun uh, a fun event, a WGC event. So it's big money. Um, Scheffler won it last year. Uh, they play at Austin Country Club right near where i used to live it's kind of a cool kind of, kind of a cool cool little course got some neat holes um holes where you can drive the green some short par par three some fun par fives and and water kind of all around the course so but yeah it's uh it kicks off today you got you know the top 64 in the world that you know people who haven't uh backed out or anything like that so everyone else is there uh, all the big names um and it's really the the, the final warm-up for a lot of guys before uh, they go to Augusta. A lot, a lot of guys will either go home for a little bit and then go over to Augusta. Some will go straight to Augusta uh, and get ready for the Masters, but um, only probably a handful will go to the, I think, the, the Valero uh, Houston Open um, um, uh, next week. So, And then you get the Masters in two weeks. So, um, yeah, this, this should be a good one. Probably look towards Scheffler again. This is kind of his his forte. He's good. He's uh, Ricky Fowler's got a lot to gain if he gets to the quarterfinals. He can uh, secure a Masters berth. Um, and 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 yeah, it's, uh, you know these are just fine. I like I like match plays. Different side of golf. You're not worried. You know if you have a bad one bad hole, it doesn't ruin your round. Um, but but yeah, it's a it's a fun fun few days. <laughs> Definitely a good way to spice up uh, the PGA. Um, yeah. So definitely uh, looking forward to seeing how this plans out. See if uh, your boy uh, Charlie could go. Uh, he won the last one too, right? He did. He won. Well, he won the players. The, the players a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So for him to go back to back, I mean, that's a good. Uh, that's a good month. Yeah. And then we got uh March Madness halfway through it, man. Sweet Sixteen coming up this weekend. Uh, this weekend weekend on the men's side, man. A lot of upsets, man. Uh, your team Purdue was out of here, up out of here early. Uh, that was the first time the, the 16 uh, beat the one, right? Or the second time? Second time, yeah. Yeah. So um, I kind of knew, I kind of knew they was gonna lose early, man. They just yeah, uh, we kind of we we kind of saw the uh, the writing on the wall with that Purdue team that they were they were due for a bad um, showing. I just didn't think it would come in the first, in the first round. I feel like they were, I don't want to say frauds, but. Um, they just feel like a number one team compared to the other teams. So yeah, yep. And then uh, we have some other teams uh, bow out early. Well, I mean not too early. Um, I mean Duke, Duke was up out of here. Uh, some people had them favored to win it all as well. Yeah, they got, to... they got they got really beat up by Tennessee. I after uh, the first round, I 
I thought our old Roberts would give them some issues um, just with their three-point shooting, and and they they really didn't. Uh, it was a non-game, um, but Tennessee really they really bullied them around a little bit, banged them around down low, and and uh, really knocked them off their game a little bit. So um, kudos to Tennessee on that one. Um, <clears throat> the Kansas got bounced by Arkansas. I actually had them losing Arkansas too, um, just because of the three players Arkansas has are pretty much in a lottery. Um, I felt like they were going to be too much, and uh, it's hard. It's hard to repeat um, mm-hmm. in the tournament. So it is, and 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 Musselman down in Arkansas is a great coach. Uh, you know, he's kind of like uh, he's got that like a little bit of that Tom Izzo feel to him, where March turns around and all of a sudden he's he's slaying giants left and right. So yeah, it was. I, it wasn't. I don't think that, that that loss was unexpected, especially you know Kansas not having Bill Self on the sidelines. Um, so. Oh yeah, but I mean, no excuses, man. Uh, the players no, got to play. No. Uh, it was a cl- it was a close game. They only lost by one point, so I can't I can't give them that excuse because uh, it wasn't it wasn't like it was a blowout or something. Then we got uh, UConn running through some teams. I mean, some people picked them to win it all as well too. But uh, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like it's too good to be true with them. Yeah, why is that? I don't know, man. I feel I don't know, man. They, they just don't seem like a uh, they got a lot of talent, but. I don't feel like they got that one player that's, that can go out and get them a bucket uh, when people are struggling. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that they, they haven't needed that yet. Uh, I think we'll find, you know, typically those guys, they, they find the ball when they need to. Um, but I think they're they're probably one of the more well-rounded teams. You know, they run a good offense. Uh, they're strong defensively. Uh, and they, they're coached well. I mean, so those are kind of the things you want in March. Um, and, and I like I like where they're at, and I like the bracket that they're in. They got a few things fall their way, I think. And and uh, yeah, I mean, if they can take take care of business, then they they might might see UCLA. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I, I think they got a good chance to make it to the Final Four. Oh yeah, they definitely do. But we have to wait and see, man. Because I don't think I had them. Uh, I think I had them losing to uh, uh, to which call it. Wait, oh no, I think my bracket. Uh, no, I had them losing to uh wait, who did I have them losing? Hold on. The West? Oh, I had them losing to UCLA. That's what I had them doing. Mm. Um so we'll see, man. But I mean UCLA yep. still has, has to get through Gonzaga, so I mean they had their number the past few years, so hopefully uh they can pull it together because Gonzaga's not as uh, stacked uh as they used to be with uh, a bunch of uh seniors on the team that uh have been playing together for a while. So Yeah. <clears throat> and then on the women's side, I mean not, not, I didn't really see any major uh, upsets. Indiana losing to Miami. Def, it was definitely a close game. Um, looking forward to seeing how uh, that bracket plant pans out. Um, I think uh, LSU will probably win that bracket or that side of it. But then outside of that, I mean, it wasn't really other many two many other two uh, big upsets, so to say, for the women's side. Um, yeah, Duke Duke going down was a little bit of an upset. Um, I Not would. Huge, uh, but- yeah, the thing with Duke is that they're a defensive team, so they only really score like fifty, no, yeah, like sixty points a game, and they hold their opponents about fifty. But mm-hmm. the thing with Colorado's, uh, Colorado's uh, best players are their bigs. So, gotcha. They got a uh, Vonley and then Miller. They're built on. They're not really an offensive team. So, I mean, if if they if you can't stop anybody, I mean, their best defensive players are the guards. So. I mean, it, it would be different if uh, uh, Colorado's best players were their guards, because then they could shut yeah. down the guards. But when you got those two big girls down low, 
wreaking havoc. I mean, it's definitely going to be hard to stop. But it should be interesting as well because their next matchup, they can also beat. I think Colorado's playing um, um, Iowa, and then they could they can also beat Iowa. But with Caitlin Clark, I don't think she lets that happen. I think she uh, goes off for another 30, uh, 30 piece. So, all right. I mean, still looking like South Carolina's going to win it all, man. I don't think anybody's going to stop them. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> Definitely going to be a tough, uh, the tough out for sure. Yeah, it's going to be super one, tough. One tough, one tough team. Yeah, this is, there's nobody left really in their in their bracket that I would be worried about. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's UCLA, Notre Dame, Maryland. The the matchup against them in Maryland would be a good one, but I think uh, I think South Carolina just reigns is too much. So because they played them, they already. That's the thing with South Carolina. They freaking played everybody this season as well, and they beat them. So it's not like it's not like they've seen these teams for the first time. I mean, they already beat them in the season. Even though it's gonna be hard to beat them again, but it's just like if you saw what they did to them the first time, it's pretty much not going to be too much of a difference compared to, yeah. you know, their size and what they do, their, you know, their game plan, how their offenses ran and how they play defense. Uh, one of the best defensive teams in the, in, in the nation. So, well, I mean, defense wins your championships. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting to watch. Yeah. Yep. For sure. And uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So we got a, it's a, a chicken taco uh, with an avocado cilantro cream sauce. Um, so the the chicken taco is, is pretty pretty basic. Uh, just use some, some crock pot shredded chicken. Um, took those. Had some corn tortillas, uh, so took the chicken. It was obviously taco taco seasoning flavored. Put that in the into the uh, into the taco shell uh, with some cheese. Um, kind of like pressed them down, kind of like that burrito style, and then uh, put them in the oven just to bake them to get them nice and crispy. Put the cheese on, get those kind of uh, cooking in the oven, and then on the cream sauce, uh, really kind of straightforward. It's um, Avocado, a little bit of fat-free sour cream, uh, lime, uh, cilantro, jalapeno, and and really all you do is uh, blend that all up together. Put a little bit of olive oil in there, uh, salt, pepper, uh, garlic, and and uh, yeah, you're good to go. Um, so so yeah, take your your chicken tacos out, and uh, you, know, you can either layer the the, the uh, kind of avocado cream sauce on top. Or you can use it as kind of like a dipping sauce on the side. Fairly easy, uh, you know, weeknight meal and, and uh, not terribly unhealthy for you. I mean, that definitely sounds good, man. What's your what's your uh, favorite thing to put on a chicken taco? Chicken taco? It depends what I'm in the mood for. Sometimes, like, I'm in, like, the street taco mode, and I like it with just um, a little bit of, like, uh, cotija cheese or, or, or queso fresco, and then... Uh, onions and cilantro um but sometimes you know i like it you know all done up with everything on it and a salsa hot sauce cheese lettuce uh still with cilantro on there lime all that stuff um but it just yeah it kind of depends on what in the mood for i mean that all sounds good man i, I definitely like to uh mix it up with the uh i feel like you got to put the pico on everything man 
It just goes good on everything. Yeah. Anything kind of taco yeah. ish. I don't. So if I'm in like like I said like in the street taco mode, it doesn't really have pico. You have the onions and cilantro, but um, yeah, I could see, I could see you know putting it on all taco. I'm not a, I'm not I'm just not a huge pico fan. Like I'll, I'll do it on some of them, but I I prefer to keep it uh, a little bit kind of simpler. I feel like uh, well that's the thing you can't go wrong with chicken taco. Well, I feel like some places, not every place does tacos good, but uh, I feel like those are so basic that you shouldn't be, shouldn't mess them up. Yeah, as long as you don't dry out the chicken, you can usually, as long as the chicken's juicy enough, you can put, you can do however you want and it'll be fine. And then what'd you guys uh, drink that down with? All right, so I checked out a new brewery. Uh, it's in Monroe, probably about 15 minutes from, from where my house is going to be. Uh Monroe is kind of like a bigger, one of the bigger ta- towns, or, or not not a real city, but um, they got a, a, kind of a neat little uh, old school downtown area. So Americana Brewery kind of brewing company sits sits right in the middle there. Um, they do all different styles. It, you know, it's first time there. Uh, pretty neat little place. Um, got a bunch of outdoor seating too, which is nice. But uh, I went with their their Fog Lights uh, IPA. New England style hazy, um, hot hot profile was was decent. It was uh, El Dorado and Azaka, gives you more of that kind of that tropical tropical type flavor. This one they they loaded up with that you know the oat the the oats in there to make it hazy, um, try to give it that New England style feel. Uh, and I thought for the most part I thought that they they did pretty good with it. You know, I felt like the flavor was lacking a little bit, uh, but again I, I don't think that. You know, it missed by a lot. There's not a there's not a ton of breweries here that do that style. Um, or if they do, it's usually only one beer. Um, but but yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Um, I you know they have a they have a long beer list, so you know if I went back, I probably would try some other things first before I went back to that one. So I'd, I'd probably give it like a seven point one. Still not bad. It's still a solid a solid yeah. beer. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was, it was fine. It, it, again, nothing. Nothing I'm going out of my way to get, but if I if I had it, I wouldn't be upset about it. Oh yeah, that definitely sounds good because it's always good to have those. Uh, I don't say like uh, sevens uh, in in the, in the tuck. Um, yeah. Just in case you're in the mood for one thing and not the other. So. Right. Exactly. And then uh, that's JD's Bison Brew, everybody. And then uh, this week for the BRRs, I mean, uh, we had a few few of our shows wrap up with the season finale. We had a uh, mayor of Kingstown wrap up. Uh, did you did you uh, catch that? Yep, I watched Kingstown. Did didn't watch Your Honor yet, but watched Kingstown. <laughs> okay, so for uh, mayor, seems like they kind of left it open ended, open ended ending. Yeah. Based off the situation with homeboy supposedly blowing up on a boat, and then uh, homegirl getting a call later. But I don't know how the hell he got off that boat, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, obviously, the phone call at the end to, to the, uh, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or whatever she is, um, you know, saying that he was fine and he made it off and, and everything went went smoothly. Um, you know, I think it had it had me questioning whether that phone call was before or after the boat blew up. So I'm, I'm guessing he's still alive. You know, I think they had the police boats at the end, you know, kind of searching the water. And and he'll uh, he'll probably come out of it alive somehow and, and continue this storyline. I still think that the, that that the Milo thing is a bit of a side storyline. It's it's an interesting one, but but the main part is is trying to get the town back, right? 
Oh yeah, but that's the thing. Uh, still, still on. Uh, it's pretty much under control now. I mean, they killed the white supremacist dude. The, the Spanish people are pretty much out of here because homeboy burned up in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much run by uh, Bunny and his people. So, um, but that's the thing. I, you know, what else? Uh, what other storyline can they touch on? I mean, he's got the girl. I mean, unless homeboy comes back about the bonds or something, or he didn't give him all the bonds. We're still going to have to wait and see, man. I don't think it's been renewed either for another season. So, Yeah, I, I, was... I thought I thought this season was was, was good, too. I, I thought um, Jeremy Renner did a, a really good job. Like you said, I think the storyline with, with, with Bunny and, and all that was great. Um, I, I could see another like another gang getting involved, or or like maybe this, the the CEOs have had enough and they want to you know go back at the at the uh, crypts. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I could I uh, I could see them kind of finding something to play along with there. But but yeah, I, I like the you know I like uh, I like the relationship that Mike and Bunny have. It's kind of one of respect, but you know neither one of them is going to be afraid to take the other one out if necessary. I mean, that's like, I was going to be interested to see what other, you know, things they bring into play. Um, maybe the, maybe we get a new, uh, party. Um, that was the one that let Bunny out. Um, because we still, we still don't know that. So, Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like there's much, but I'm sure there's a few things we might be missing that, uh, they pop out to bring up uh, a whole nother season. So, yeah, yep. Definitely better than the first. If you haven't, check it out. And then uh we you know we had the uh Your Honor. I won't give it away, but this was this one was also kinda open ended uh episode. It's gonna be interesting to what happens at the end of uh if they do another season or uh or you know, what else is to come. Mm-hmm. Like I said, don't wanna give it away, but uh you definitely have to check it out. Now another another show that was the season second season was better than the first. You know, it can only go up from here. Hopefully uh they keep this trend going. And we get uh, seasons better and better um, as they go on. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, wrapped up uh, uh, Wolfpack. Um, that was the uh, MTV show about the werewolves. So far, probably uh, after the first season, I'll probably give it a seven. Um, was like I said, it wasn't a bad show. I think it would have been better if they put it out towards Halloween, just so you have that feel for spooky stuff. But sure, during yeah. Halloween, but overall, it was it was a decent show, man. Um, they got a lot of potential. Um, CGI wasn't bad. Um, acting really wasn't too bad. The storyline was all right, but I feel like they got a lot uh, that they can play with uh, if they do another mm-hmm. season. So, I mean, they have, do have some headliners in like Sarah Michelle Gellar. And then uh, I think she's pretty much the notable person there, but um, they got some key people there that they can uh, lean on as far as the show. But I would like to definitely see them add a lot more besides the, the group of characters they introduced us to uh, during the first season. And then uh, Ted Lasso's back for the mm. third season. Have you seen the first two or? Nope, nope. That's one that's on my uh, list of uh, ones to watch. Yeah, good show. Uh, got they're like thirty minute episodes, pretty much about a uh, a guy that goes over to Europe to uh, coach a soccer team. Um, he's never had a you know soccer coaching job, so it's interesting to see. Uh, they got an interesting group of characters that uh, they play around with in the show. I said it's it doesn't wear it's, it's kind of like that uh Emily in Paris where the episodes um they don't drag out they're quick uh definitely one of uh Apple's top shows as far as the comedies 
definitely looking forward to this to this season to see what happens because uh um you know they didn't give us that uh that uh you know you know the coach comes in and they win it all their first season through adversity and all that stuff uh you know they the guys these guys are struggling trying to figure things out so there's definitely a lot that they can uh do with this so I mean, we got Mandalorian. I haven't fully caught up. I think I'm on episode three or two. Um, after she yeah, saves him, I only, I only watched the first one. I didn't want. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we're kind of in the same boat with that. And then there wasn't really other any any other stuff. There's a few movies I want to check out, but there's like Cocaine Cow, uh, Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Creed three. Um, yeah, I want to see the all, All's Quiet on the Western Front. I heard that was pretty good. Um, I didn't see that one yet. Uh, I still didn't watch the uh, Avatar, the last Avatar. I wanted to check out the Whale since they won that. Uh, your boy, your boy Brandon Fraser won that award. So. Oh, the Whale. Yeah. Then we got the Scream Six that came out. Um, <clears throat> trying to see what else. There's a few other stuff I'll probably get check check out. Watch mm-hmm. out! I want to watch that Luther movie too. Uh, the one on Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm watch the show. I'm gonna watch the show. Yeah, the show was good, show man. Good. Yeah, it, it gets kind of funky on like the third, third or fourth season, I think, because uh, that was when like it, it like it came out back to back, like you know years, and then like they took like four or five years off, I think, mm-hmm. and then they came back, and it, it was kind of wonky after that. So, but overall, the first two seasons are definitely good. From what I remember. And then uh, that might be it, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>